0: Sizoko finally waited. Erickson low. Great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez. Lucas Mora. And belted into the rear goal. On debut. Tongue on has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Mora clips it. Oh great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London. That is absolutely incredible on debut. Aurier. What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier. First hand here to Solon, Kane. Good area for Spurs and Kate's not afraid to shoot. Wow, what a goal! Hurricane, that is exceptional. Lamella, will try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley line when Son breaks forward. Oh, wow, what a run! Yun Min Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his Spurs
1: career. Yo, yo, yo. Will it do? Will it do? Will it do? Um, it's your boy, Coach Dave, back on hosting duties. Uh, managed to make it two weeks in a row. I know there was a prolonged absence um, for for reasons that I won't go into. But I'm back for a second week in a row. And contrary to the uh, deluge, the overload, the, um, the expansive um, lineup we had last week, um, it's just uh, a front two today, uh, both of us do play striker in our respective teams, um, so this is actually quite fitting. Um, I have my man, the, the, the main man, fresh off his apology to uh, Bobby <laughs> Berne. <laughs> and you may accept it. <laughs> fresh off his apology. Um, Yao, yeah, how you doing, man? You good? I'm good,
2: man. I'm good. Uh, you know, life is good, weather seems to be all right. I don't know where these great guys have just recently come from, but you know, I can't complain. In good health. Uh preseason's obviously kicked off for you know our yeah. touchline lot. And to be honest, with you I feel like um I feel like I could go again, you know, so you know, just keep up that, that fitness with Ken. <laughs> we yeah, move FC, is it? I hear it. it,
1: I hear it, I hear it, I hear it. Um to all those listening, um, we do wish that you are having a great morning so far assuming you are listening to this on a Saturday morning, um, we do encourage you to follow us on all our socials, um, not only just New Spurs Order, but also Touchman Fracker, uh, the family from which we come from. Um, there is so much activity. We release a pod every day. Uh, make sure you check out the different groups, and uh, the different podcasts on there. Great content um, and also great meme um, quality stuff to hold people account accountable to as the season starts. So we're going to get straight into it. Not going to bury the lead. Um, Where we're recording a few days uh, removed from our first pre-season game, uh, and Postagoglu, um took his team all the way to his homeland, um, and then in, in the um, in, in the Perth Stadium, uh, we were able to take on uh, West Ham, and uh, obviously West Ham. They ended their season on, on a relative high. I say relative for their type of club, uh, relative high. Um, but then also have lost their 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 main main guy, as it were, Declan Rice, um, who has gone to the other side of North London. So they're a team probably in a bit of transition. <clears throat> um, it must be stated that it was their third game of preseason, our first. But initial thoughts. Yeah, when you saw maybe the lineup, uh, what was your thoughts when you saw that lineup? What were you thinking? What were you expecting? From um Postavoglu and his
2: his his guys, I think the one surprise for me was uh, Regulon at left back. Uh, I wasn't really surprised with got. I mean, it's all we. So in terms of the centre back partnership, I wasn't surprised. You know, until we get new recruits, we know it's gonna be Romero and Dial. For the love of God, we hope not, but we know for now. In preseason, that's what the the best centre back partnership is gonna likely be. So I wasn't surprised that with Dyer coming back from injury, it was Tanganga in. I was a little, and I say very little, um, surprised by the the midfield selection. You know, um, but obviously, uh, Ndumbeli was injured. Um, he got a slight knock. So to see, uh, if I'm correct, it was Besuma. Madison and who's the third person again? Skip. Skip, that's it. That that's how that's how we started, right? Correct?
1: Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Right.
2: So Skip, uh, Basuma, Madison. And then the, the front three was uh uh Mana or Mena, uh Kane and Kulu. And you know, I looked at it, I, I was very much aware of how uh Postokoglu's formation. Or tactics may look. I think we spoke about it. Not only just me and yourself, but we spoke about it extensively in the group and also on the podcast. That in attack, it looked like a two-three-five, you know, or sometimes a, you know, a odd-shaped four-one-four four kind of formation, and it looked exactly like that. So, in that regard, a breath of fresh air. You know, I didn't. One thing I didn't want to see is a man come in and change his philosophy or his belief because he realized we've got Daya and Tanganga <laughs> at the back. He said, nah, I'ma stick to it. I'ma stick, okay, I'm stick with <laughs> it. I'ma stick with it. And and that first half is pro it's been a very long time that I've seen Spurs concede two silly goals by the way. Um uh one of which one of which i'll blame the keeper for which is the second one but i'll explain why but two silly goals and not really feel like disheartened. you know we were 2-0 down and i was like we've created a real a lot of chances bro. like i didn't know what the number was but i knew that had the finishing been better and they should have been in in for the most part that first half should have ended like 5-2 At i, I at the very least, on what I was watching, yeah, but it didn't. So I was like, all right, cool." The the first goal for me, uh, Regulon's at fault. Gets absolutely done. Leads to a corner, corner comes in. Nobody goes out to the to the uh, kicker. Bowing, quick enough, has ample amount of time. Puts in a very good cross. I've seen some people online saying, "Oh, Vicario's got to do better." There. I'm like, whatever, man. We've seen millions of goalkeepers concede goals like that that's that's a stupid thing to be highlighting and being like oh because i've seen Loris concede from there multiple times you know it's fine it's quite common in football to score that kind of goal it was a very good goal the second one i do blame vicario for because you know the ball's received him panics a little bit gives away a silly corner and they score from the resulting corner The, the second one he couldn't do nothing about the header it was a good header um but Outside of that, I was, you know, largely impressed with his saves that he did have to make. His concentration when he did have to like concentrate, which was very rare, um, because we pretty much dominated the game, you know. Um, and we'll probably get into it a bit later on. But mm-hmm. the stats, um, when comparing this game to even the last time we faced West Ham in the league, are uh, they're, they're 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 pretty drastic.
1: Well you mentioned rugby on there, um or as as we ended up calling him Regulodon. Um it's an interesting one for me because before the game, if you'd asked me, I thought to myself, you know what? He might have a little bit of a of a shout, you know, yes. under um, under you know the postman as we called him. And I thought to myself, you know, let, let's see how it goes. After about ten minutes. I, I think I was I was already done because it's pretty clear. And Bowen, you know, he is I don't know where you put him, you know, top yeah, ten yeah. in that position in in the league. Yeah, he could um, be a good player, top ten, right?
2: Yeah, in the league. Yeah, yeah, in the league, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. yeah not, not in the world yet, but in yeah, the league. We're not
1: going further than that. Please let's let's keep things in perspective. Um, like West Ham calling themselves European champions. Let's keep things in. Oh come on, come
2: on. Have some respect. Have some shame. What what, what are they gonna yeah, do next? Yeah. Gang gang. <laughs> Ice <Right. laughs> cream, gang. gang. What are they gonna do next? Come on, please. Have yeah, some
1: it's shame. Like us celebrating the 1984 UEFA Cup. Yeah, anyway, yeah. um I guess it needs master in, in desperate times. But no, so you know, Bowen just had him on a plate for the whole game. For the well, oh, forty five minutes, the whole forty-five minutes, he was yeah. absolute
2: toast. You punched him up, he punched him up royally.
1: <laughs> but, 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 yeah, and actually, on the other side, Porro, because I think that first goal, if I remember right, because Danny Ings, wasn't it? Yeah. Ings got in front of him very easily. Yeah. Porro's in, in, in a defensive no-man's land, no-man's stance, like he's, like, what what was his plan? I don't understand Do you mean, and, and I think, you know, you said you've seen goalkeepers concede um, that that kind of goal regularly. Yes, you, know, you, can, you see that on any pitch at any different level. But I think it's the ease at which Danny Ings pretty much had a free header, really. Yeah, you know, The man was there, but he wasn't really there. Do you know what I mean?
2: I, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a bit of a, a striker's union defence on that. I think his movement off Romero yeah. allowed him yeah, to get... Yeah,
1: yeah. But you're
2: right in the sense of Porro. Porro should see that and cover his brethren. And he doesn't. And this is the problem. This is the problem we've mentioned in the group, you know, why we can't have Poro and Romero on the same side. It it just sounds like a problem waiting to happen.
1: Yeah. So I, yeah, it's interesting to say, the way I see it at the moment, we have four individual defenders at the back. We don't have a back four. We have four individual defenders. You understand
2: the definition? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought about it for a second. I was like, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. and I don't, I don't want to agree, but I agree.
1: <laughs> it's, I just, it's not a back four, it's four man them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, at any level, if you just have four man them, it's a mess. You can get exposed because as soon yeah. as one doesn't do his job, the other person's not even thinking to cover. Um, and actually, some of the situations that Regulon got himself into is partly because his starting position is going to be further up the pitch. Um, because of the uh, Postogoglu's system, but it explains why we're looking at a tap and so it explains, especially why we're looking at um, Van de Ven. who's a left footer, obviously. who's very, very quick. Um, his recovery pace is going to be essential, um, and he'll be covering those channels. It reminds me, um, it's not exactly as similar, but um, Arsenal do it, Man City do it, um, Liverpool now, to a certain extent, with, with Trent. When your fullback goes into that inverted position, it then becomes like a wide back three, as yeah. it were, and you need that centre back to be able to cover those areas. Now, as a coach myself, I always say that centre backs do not like going out into those deep waters. Yep, you know? sure. and if and if you as an attacking unit can can bring a centre back out from you know the eighteen yard box and that kind of width, um, you're you're gonna be. In, in a good you know good space, good advantage. We saw it with Salo and, and Martinez last year when um he absolutely spun him back to his homeland. So those situations there is where is, is where we're gonna have to really see how that develops over the next yeah. couple of weeks. Um, Tanganga, interesting. I I don't necessarily see that much of a future for him at this level. I, I was very much a big fan of him when he came through obviously he had a good couple, you know yeah up performance, I think, got thrown in against Liverpool and Man City, wasn't Liverpool it? Within was the the, facing, was in, yeah, yeah oh, no. it was, within a few weeks, he'd already played the top few teams in the league, um, in the country, and you know, European football and that at that point, definitely. Um, so Tanganga, he struggled a bit for me, um, but I'm not expecting much from him, because I, I know he won't be first choice. Yeah. Um, if we kept him as your fourth, fifth option, I'm not necessarily mad at it, yeah, um, because he is a good utility player. He can play it right back. <clears throat> I think can play, play across, across the, the whole line. Back. Say again. He can play across the whole line. Yeah, he can play across the whole line. So that that helps in that sense. Um, we will touch on the individual performances of our of our new boys because all of them played um, in the game. You mentioned Vicario already. What did you think about that midfield three? Because it's not often people talk about Oliver Skip as an eight, and it definitely seemed like that's where he was playing. It wasn't a four two three one, which um CBS were definitely obsessed with saying it was. It, um, it was definitely a 4-3-3. And we yeah. saw a different side to Skip, didn't we? We saw him arriving in, in the box. You know, he had the first kind of clear chance after about he had five or six few.
2: minutes. Yeah, he had, the he first had a few one.
1: chances, but definitely, I, I mean, I remember the first one after about five minutes. I thought, oh, OK, looks very promising. Um, so what do you think about that midfield combination and, and, and the way they were playing off-the-ball runs, Madison drifting out to the left, Bissouma doing his thing, and picking up the ball in, in deeper areas, but making some really good passes, going through the lines. Thoughts on that?
2: I was—it's a breath of fresh air um, because up to towards the end of last season, I thought it, I thought it was curtains for Skip. I thought it was done. Yeah, like I, I was like, yeah, Hobie is definitely. I, I understand that.
1: I understand yeah.
2: that. Yeah. I thought I Hoiberg thought was gone, and I was like, yeah, Skip, you're gonna you're gonna follow suit same way. Like you're gone. And in this new system. Not only is he able to arrive, the, the ability to arrive late in the box, but some of the runs he made, if he was half the finisher, even Sonny's, like, he would be okay. loved.
1: Even, even our good friend that we apologised to last week.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, even that. You know, I keep forgetting that this boy played for us. Flipping, <laughs> <laughs> it. has been a, It's been a while, yeah. But, yeah, if, if he had the finishing ability of it. Ah oh, man, because the runs are there and I know people like, but it's pre-season yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is what pre-season is there for, to iron out your tactics and then during the season, making small tweaks for the individual or the teams that you'll be facing Yeah, yeah? yeah, 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 yeah. and so, it's not really an 8 he was playing you know and I know it's like a hybrid 6 slash 8, yeah, because Basuma will go, he kind of drops he goes Bersouma sits in the pocket. And Madison's really got the free role to kind of like just go wherever the hell he Yeah,
1: is. at some points, Madison was really popping up in the 10 position, really.
2: Exactly. So the free, it gave, me, it gave me confidence that there's still a place for skip in this team, just off that one performance. Now, obviously, I know we got Leicester on Sunday, might change. But off what I saw, I was like, if he keeps that up, We've got, then we've got like five midfielders. And that's yeah, yeah, fantastic, yeah. you know, because then you've got Madison. I'll be honest with you, I don't think it was a great Madison performance. You know, mm-hmm. I think it was a good Madison performance. He got into the right pockets at the right time, tried to link up well, did link up well in some parts. Some parts I was a little bit disappointed, but that's fine. First game of preseason, iron out your quinks. I was more happy with Basuma. Basuma was my guy of that midfield. Oh. You know, like,
1: like oh, yeah, yeah,
2: thousand percent. He he popped up in the pockets, linked up with the defense. Well, moved the ball from defense to midfield even better. G- give goal, received, took on that little passage of play. That he should have he should have backed. Oh, he should have backed that little passage of play. Absolutely beautiful. Passage of play was with Skip. But mm. who was there? Who was there between the lines? It was him and Madison. Great communication. He then takes the ball, gives it off to Skip. Skip gives the ball right back. Kane is there to take it, but clearly he's heard the shout. This is fantastic communication. This is what I want to hear from my players. Basuma's right in. Should have backed.
1: Yeah, nice little nutmeg. It's it's the
2: movement for me. Yeah, not necessarily the, But you know, they're going to lose the ball sometime. I wasn't worried about that. It was the movement and the recovery of the ball. That's what made me so happy about this midfield. We Mm. lost the ball. And even when West Ham were on the counter. I was like, I was like "You're on the counter," but you know, it looks like you're facing two centre backs, but you won't be not for long. You know, and that's that felt that I felt joy knowing that yeah, they've got close to our box, you know, but boy, we're gonna take this ball right back and we're back on the attack. I actually yeah. felt joy. What like I actually enjoyed the match despite the loss. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll oh, definitely. I, I... You know, the the, the fan I never wants to lose a game. Yeah. <clears throat> never wants to lose a game, especially to a team like West Ham who, you know, you saw it on my you know, ah, oh, you know, we're big, we're massive, all that kind of rubbish. We're playing our kids. They actually put out a strong team, like I said, it was their third oh, game. That's
2: pretty much their first team oh. minus Rice. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. You know, Antonio wasn't there. Um who else but I, I don't really know their team number I'm not gonna have like I know their squad. Um but the they, were, they were able to play they were able to play most of their guys and also they all play for at least 60 70 minutes yeah yeah which is what you want by a game three um of your preseason, and and relative to the competition they've been facing yeah, you know, they look like they're, they're they're doing all right they're shaping up all right um but like you said you know the fact that when we lost the ball it wasn't necessarily a panic it wasn't necessarily an uh, overriding concern. What for me, and, and I'll segue into our defensive um, recovery, I'll, I'll talk on that in a minute. What for me was, was the most impressive was under the, the previous three managers, we have seen Spurs go through large periods of the game where we have absolutely no control. The, under Conte, the only time we had control was when we were 2-0 down, or 3-0 down, or 3-1 down, and it's the last 20 minutes of the game. And yeah. all of a sudden, our centre-backs come up a bit higher, Benton Kerr starts picking, you know, pulling the strings, yeah. you know, Benton Kerr so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd have this kind of, you know, we showed that we had the capacity to do it, even in that system. For me, from minute one, and even with 11 changes at, at the break... Yeah. There was no point in that game, even because the, they scored, what, in the 18th and 23rd minute. Yeah. But even between those two goals... Yeah, we still dominated. Were, yeah, they, we were still hit getting shots off and, and yeah. controlling the game, momentum of the game. That, for me, bodes well. And I know I'm in a few group chats and there were some negatives. Oh, my gosh, we lost. And I said, guys, if you get 30 shots with your main 11, right, even if we take that down a bit, wasn't people even get tired and end defeated... Bruv, if we kept that first 11 on with maybe a few subs and it, and we didn't have Son, we didn't have a tumblet, um, who we, we probably expect will probably start in those roles. Um, Destiny, Destiny. Let's say it goes down to 21 shots. We, you're probably going to get a few goals out of that and be able to maybe get the win. So I, I wasn't necessarily worried about it because of the amount of control we had to over the game. I do want to point this out because everyone talked about um, Postergoglu being very big on pressing and, and his pressing structures. Now, I've actually read a few balanced articles where they talked about the problems with some of his presses, and, and I actually will look to see if that pops up in the next few months. Um, What what was impressive to me, and I don't know if you noticed, is there was a few passes again game where we lost the ball and there was about five players around their midfield two or three yeah. trying to win that ball back.
2: It reminded me of the Barcelona 30 second recovery. Yeah,
1: that's I wanted to I wanted to mention that. Do you think that's sustainable? It is you know because some of our players are getting a little bit older. Um, I'm looking at you know big man up top. <laughs> you know it, it was impressive to see. Is that just new manager, new hype, new vigor? Do you think maybe we'll see a bit more of that?
2: No, it's sustainable. It might not be sustainable for the likes of Kane and Son, which is fine. You know, it it doesn't that kind of press doesn't require the the front three to always do that. And that's where a lot of people used to get this wrong with Barcelona. They used to think, oh, you know, Messi or Suarez or Neymar would lose the ball, and one of those three would press the living hell out of it. Wasn't? It was the midfield. It was literally Mm -hmm. Iniesta, Xavi. Busquets, and then maybe Messi might. Yeah, one or
1: him. two. Yeah,
2: or, yeah. Or might, do you see what I'm saying? And that's similar to how our midfield was doing it. It was Madison, um, Skip, Basuma and in fact, it wasn't even Kane or uh, Main. Actually, Main done fantastically well, but I'll get onto it. Yeah? yeah, but it wasn't Kane that was joining in the press. Yeah, it would be a regular or Tanganga. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: So, so you you still so you save you know the the main guys up top from, you know, absolutely draining themselves and pressing pressing with intelligence. You know, when yeah. when when they've got the ball, you know, press them. Don't make them go too long because we don't want them to catch our, our high line off guard. Yeah, but make them go short enough that our midfield can come in and, you know, nick the ball. And so that did fill me with joy. Yeah. Yet, I will say, one of the issues with this level of pressing is the same thing, Barcelona... Uh, Went through is if you face a team that can pass the ball extremely well and they get out of that pocket, it's hell. See, we, we, funny enough, I don't know why, but we used to, and sometimes quite often do it to see. We get out of that press and it's pure anarchy for them. Like it's, and I don't even know why we were capable of doing it because in the teams that we've had, yes, the previous teams before 2019 were more than capable of doing that, especially with um, Dembele in midfield. Easy. Beat the press onto you immediately. But since losing him, we haven't had that same kind of figure. So I don't know how we keep catching them off guard. But what is...
1: Let's talk about Bird Docks. Bird Dogs make you look good. They're stretched khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So how do you get them? You go to birddogs.com forward slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com forward slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you.
2: What is joyful in this regard is that Skip is young, 22, 22, 23, roughly. He's young, might not be the quickest, very robust, had a few injuries, but he's quite a robust player. That's what we yeah, know him to be. Basuma, we know he can get about. We ain't going to yeah. worry about Basuma. You know he can get up. Madison he's got high levels of fitness that I've seen whenever he's played I don't feel like I don't get the feeling he's a lazy player I know that people will say that the next player I'm going to say is lazy but listen if he's all for it he doesn't have to do super and press it's not that kind of it's pressing with intelligence and so and dombele is capable of slotting into that sort of like setup as we saw when he we played Liverpool so it's not like he can't do that kind of work he definitely can but I think one player that Will be returning from injury. That will be a gold mine to us. It's Benton Cole. absolute gold mine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's not only press resistant, putting a good tackle, decent passer, and can get between the lines very well, r- relatively quickly. So,
1: I oh, think he's going to love this system. I, I just, I just
2: don't understand. For me, personally. okay. So in second season, I mean half a season but second season Jose first half of the season we saw that get the ball dominate teams I think the best the best game I saw where we didn't win and this is what changed everything was Newcastle Newcastle at home when we got shagged with that backhand Eric
1: Dyer yeah yeah.
2: Yeah, we we punched them up hit everything the post the bar the bar lady we hit everything yeah (laughs) like we we done them dirty and they made it 1-1 and I think that was the turning point for Jose. He's like, I, can't, I just can't trust these guys to be expansive like that. We need to yeah, show. Yeah. And that killed it. That killed him, and killed us, and killed everything. I know we went on a little bit of a run, but after January, the players are switched off, and that was it. Straight knows that. On the content, we never saw this. Even when we were in our bubble of winning games, we never saw this. Never. Like we, it's like we invited in our best bubble under content we invite pressure quickly nick the ball and we will up the other end, and it was on yeah? yeah 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 this is legitimately we don't want you in our half
1: <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this
2: is what this type of football is yeah we're going to just absolutely smother you where you stand yeah and on another day that could have been a freaking cricket scoreline like seriously some of the chances that we missed didn't even make the goalkeeper work in some of those yeah, chances. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Like they are, especially with the players we have in our squad, they're better than that at finishing. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. somebody in this style of play is going to hold a massive haymaker <laughs> next season. Um I don't know who, but somebody's gonna be naive and they're gonna hold a dirty score line. It's gonna be foul because you can't you if de, if if we've got Presuma, back. I, I think people need to take into consideration. Presuma got done completely dirty last season. Oh yeah. yeah, got done like like he was some small boy. A new manager's come in. I've just seen a recent quote from him saying it feels like Postacoglu's a father figure to. Him. I said, Jesus, this is this is the
1: stuff. I want. <laughs> hey, Jared, what? This boy, uh, he's about but, to go to the The thing is, he firstly he call him uncle in it. Yeah, he's, he's like a hella he, respect. He goes, he goes, he's like a mentor.
2: Uncle, dad, I was like, brother, is <laughs> <laughs> right. <As> <laughs> about to kill for this, brother. Yeah, you listen, <laughs> we're about to see Brighton Basuma 16.0, yeah, because you can't talk like that and not want to, right? Listen, I I love it, I actually love it. Like, I, I didn't think the club will reel me back in, but they haven't, <laughs> they haven't. I want people to know, yeah, and I've been saying, I said it in the group, I, I think I've been saying it all, all week. If I don't get two centre backs, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be furious like never before. Yeah. Because everything is there. I think I feel uh, like
1: Yeah, I, I just want to say, it. the thing is, the thing about the two centre backs is not just because we need two centre backs, and we do. Um I know Pop's tried to make a little excuse last week, but you know, you we had to make sure he knew our on. Because his microphone wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> got confused, didn't know what stream he was on. Um so we need those two because we need them. But even more so because you can see how everything else is shaping up, especially having seen it over 90 minutes with two separate 11s. And what I love the most, they did not let up. We saw the same thing happening in the second half that we saw in yeah. the first half. 30 shots on goal um overall.
2: I've got the stats.
1: Bruh, madness.
2: You Should, should I? Should I
1: so go for it.
2: Okay, I'm gonna do a double comparison. Yeah, so we faced West Ham Tuesday, 18th of July. We lost three-two. First game of preseason. We faced them before that, February 19th uh, of the same year. We beat them 2 0 at home. Yeah. So I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna tell them the the stats from the home win. Mind you, I I remember the game. Not really looking good. Well, it was a bit of a farce, but we won anyway. We had 16 shots. In the game, to West Ham six, we had six on target. They had one. We had fifty-seven possession, forty-three to them, and we made f- five hundred and forty-four passes to their four hundred and three, with a pass accuracy of eighty-four percent to their seventy-four. This is our first pre-season game. <laughs>
1: yeah, first, players
2: first, they're third. Yeah, and I, listen, let me. <laughs> All right, Dave, when I start breaking this down, it's a mess. So, you obviously took on board what I said from the actual league game that we faced them in, yeah? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: First preseason game, we had 32 shots on goal to their seven. We had 13 shots on target to their four. 73% possession to their 27. We made a total of 685 passes to their 268 passes our pass accuracy was 90 to their 73. i don't even, i can't even explain to people what i've just said we dropped their passing by
1: 200
2: but yeah roughly you know give or take a a, a couple a, a like 50 here and there yeah we upped our passing by nearly the same amount our yeah. pass yeah, yeah, accuracy yeah. went up to the 90s which Listen, we, it's not like we've got any Esters and Xavis in our team so far. <laughs> you know, 90%. Th- these passes were five yards every day. Yeah, like people were in the pocket for real. But the thing that stands out for me the most is not actually the shots. <laughs> the sh- I'm like, whatever, man. These man could have been shooting from Mars for like it. That's not the, that's not the part that actually surprised me. True, true. We had 73% of the damn ball. See, and- I was
1: going to say that. I was because I wanted just to I can I add a add a little wrinkle. From 45 minutes to 55 minutes, we had 80% of the ball. Okay. Right? Because the stream I was watching, they put Eight. that up. Because oh, it okay. was like, okay, they've made 11 changes. How are they gonna cope? They've obviously they're 2-0 down. Yeah. Um, they had a they've had all these chances, they should have probably scored, maybe it should be two, two or even more. All, everyone, all the commentators were saying the same thing. Everyone's positive yep. performance, even though we're 2 0 down, five minutes of madness, whatever, two set pieces. How are they going to cope? And at 55 minutes, the guy on the stream was like, Well, looks like they haven't broken stride. <laughs> because we, we then went up to 80% possession.
2: Yeah.
1: It's ridiculous. That's having men like Lesalso and Hoiberg the shit.
2: Yeah. Like, and the thing that even makes it even more mad that we had that amount of possession. Is all you have to do you can't you can't look at that stat and be like yeah but you know West Ham sat back no big man go watch the game yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, they tried did. to get out we pinned them in yeah like i yeah, that, it's that
1: it's almost like a box press yeah two in front two two behind yeah, yeah yeah they couldn't get out
2: like even when they did get out we took that ball sent it right back to the defence we go again like we haven't seen that kind of like relentless pressure from a Spurs team in coming up to, and I mean relentless pressure in just our first preseason game in nearly five seasons. Now I wanna, I wanna make a massive caveat to people because I don't want people to hear this stream and be like, "Oh, you men are gassing up preseason." Yo, I'm old enough to know that there was a particular season. I'm not gonna say the year, uh, Dave. You're gonna know it, this spot. On. There was a particular <laughs> season where we had five preseason games and we smashed everyone. We yeah, punched them up to bits. Yeah. We went into the following season. We didn't win a game to a a ninth game of the (laughs) season. We we lost six, drawn two. We were in dire straits. Yeah, we were we were fighting for our lives. Two points, (laughs) two points. We were under oral. Yeah, we were under oral. We were in pain. I said, Jesus, we're going to get relegated like ninety eight. This is a problem. Yeah, but (laughs) I'm not talking about the result. That's why I was like, I don't even care that we lost. Yeah, all I care for is. Did what I see on the pitch make sense? And can it convert to the league? And will it help us? And the answer to both was yes and yes. Because there's no way in a blue moon in the Premier League a team's going to allow us to have 32 shots on goal with 13 on target and you think we're not going to punch you up. It's going to be very bad. The scoreline is going to be very nasty.
1: The encouraging thing for me, uh, I don't know if I've said this publicly yet, um, but... If if someone asks me my goal for the season, I, I'll, I'll stick by this. I want to see our home form improve. Now, you, you're going to tweak things playing away. You know, maybe potentially we'll see how Ange approaches it. You know, he may tweak things slightly away, be a bit more conservative. Some teams do that. We, we don't know how it's going to work out. But at, at, at the lane, as it were, you know, at, at home, 19 wins. I want 19 wins because right? right. you know. You know that crowd. If they see that kind of football, yeah, yeah, yeah. It so is, on. is I remember when we slapped up. Um, it might have been Southampton four 0 Sessingham scored and then got injured as as always.
2: Four one start of the season. I think so. Four last season.
1: Yeah, at some point, yeah, Sessingham yeah, yeah. scored yeah, was, a goal. Yeah, four yeah, one. He, he, um, he scored. the equaliser. Yeah, that's it. And I think mean, he went off. Later was yeah, the game. Not like, too long after that. Um, you know, as ever. Lesson. Um, and I remember that game, you could hear it through the TV, you could hear it if you're in the ground. The positivity was like, go, 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 got to three, go, go, go. got the fourth, go, go. It's like pushing people on. I remember when we spanked up. Obviously, these are lower, you know, lower level teams. You yeah. know what happened in Southampton moving on. Um, but you know, the Hudson's show is a born for sure. What yep. you know, the Fulham's or whatever, you know, when they come to play Spurs, they okay. should be going, oh my gosh, how are we going to sustain yep. How are we going to be able to play through this for 90 minutes? Now, yep. the, big, the big six games, it's going to be different because, like you said, some teams will be able to play out of that press, you know, whether it yep. be a city, you know, whoever, they're going to have their weapons, they're going to be able to, you're going to have to change things up, up a little bit. Um, But yeah, it is good to, to see, it's refreshing. Um, I think that's the word you use. I, I, I like to say it's almost like a freshers week for and, um But if anyone, you know, who went to uni, you know, sometimes you might in your second or your third year just kind of, you know, go for another little thing, you know, refreshers week. Um, so, um, yeah, it, it's nice here, you know. It's, it's redacted,
2: a redacted week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's a refreshers week here. With our with our team manager in the past three four years, but it's good to see the vibes. Um, just want to you've mentioned Madison. Um, yeah. I agree with you. I don't think we need to go into it too much detail. It wasn't yeah. the best Madison performance, but it was a Madison performance where you think you have just come back and you've only had a few days training with the team yeah. and a, you know into galactic flight um, to get over there. You know he looked rusty. Kane looked rusty. Yeah. Um, Kalu to a certain point. Just on that Kalu. I know I said this. did have a shot. Yeah, he did. But he, yeah, he had like a shot. It was like in the 20th minute. It took the a while for him to have his first shot. That's the could only one you that? could you set him up twice, I
2: think? I, oh, twice. So before you get onto the QD thing, yeah, because I was making a point to like a friend of mine. I was like, there's no way you could have watched that match and been disheartened when we had that amount of chances. And I can't tell you when Kane had a shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it was raining down but It was a nickel
2: I can, I can, Like, I literally can't tell you when, when he had a shot. So, imagine, and that's why I was saying to people, you know when people are like, oh, if he goes sit, he will score 30 goals. I was like, that's not how football works. It just doesn't. He will score a bag of goals, yeah? We know that much, yeah? But you can't just anticipate he will score 30 goals because you literally just watch the team dominate for 90 minutes, have 32 shots, and he, yeah. you, can't, you, you couldn't even tell me where the chances that fell in his lap that you couldn't tell me that doesn't mean he can't be there but it's refreshing as we've been saying here, that we can create this amount of chances and the majority a large portion like we're talking about 98% of the portion of these chances didn't fall to the feet of the man that scored 30 goals last season
1: Yeah. yeah 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 That's, and that's why at halftime, I was like, oh, I really wish these men will give give him extra ten, fifteen of 10, 15 minutes. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, you know, and we'll see that in the, in the second or third game. Um <clears throat> a few of them will stay on. And um, Kulu, just a quick one on him. I need him to be a killer this season. He gets on his left, it's open, and he makes that extra pass so many times. if um, he had four chances. That should have been bad. Bruv, I'm like, but I'm just just hit the ball. Like, some, just power, some, hit some power. Some power. power ball. What is that? The the one way he was in the box and he just yeah yeah, yeah gave yeah, it to yeah, Fabianski just take yeah, it yeah that was, what yeah, was yeah, that yeah. well there's there a few times I'm just like I just want you just to smash it yeah it's on your left get the ball um so Madison not not so not it wasn't stellar but it was decent enough is yeah, what you want yeah. to see um Vicario, maybe at full for that second game um talk to me about Solomon the kid surprised me. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll give you that Yeah, it's The, too. It's kid, the
2: too. kid surprised me He's, His link-up play I was really, really proud of I'm going to actually say something um, Going off the, the Kane thing Kane's link-up And movement Was was really good I mean, he did struggle for a bit to get into the game But when he got in,
1: yeah, it, was it was really good, good. It, was, it, was, it was
2: good to know mm-hmm. but, but Maynard gave me more More joy To watch than Kulu did in that that 45 that I saw. Maynard got the ball, wasn't afraid to be direct, took on left-back, right-back, centre-back, didn't really care, linked up well with Basuma, linked up well with Madison, linked up well with um, Skip. It was his ball into the box that found Skip for that early chance, you know. And those kind of passes, honest to God, those kind of passes are stuff that Son doesn't do. So that's a that's a different aspect of the game that teams will now have to do. Son doesn't do that. Like he he might see it, but he'll cut out and try and whip it in or recycle. Yeah,
1: it will back. We yeah,
2: we don't want that. You know, Maynard seemed to be comfortable left or right. He put in two very decent crosses with his left foot. He put in about three or four very good cutbacks in that first half. And I just like the fact that he was direct. Somebody said, I don't know who, and I and I do find out they have they deserve their credit. They said he reminds him of Aaron Lennon.
1: I yeah, like, young Aaron Lennon. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was like, you know what? That's a good shout. You know, because Lennon, he wasn't great. You know, I don't want people to think he was. But he was a joy to watch. <laughs> that, boy, was that boy was direct. That boy was direct. <laughs> he wasn't playing. He said, "I'm running at you, and you are going to have to fight me." And I love <laughs> the stat that um, Lennon had. That you know, whenever he played or scored, we never lost. That that's yeah, a yeah. that's a genuine stat. Whenever he scored, we never lost. If you wow. go check, if you go check the results, and some of them there are four fours in there. There's free freeze. We just never lost. I said, yeah. So if Maynard can be like Lennon, I continue, brother. Continue. I'm just, I'm just really. Do want him to be a bit more of a killer similar to the whole Kulu thing you know if you do give the pass you know go you know call it back you know it's not every day that person has to take on your pass you know hey give it get into the pocket receive whipping excursion you know
1: we wait and <laughs> was, well he he had that shot didn't he um yeah. which we is interesting because obviously we've all seen you know his comps and highlights yeah. whatever and we know he's got in like, his locker um, but to see him to have the boldness to be like, okay, cool. It's kinda of opened up. And what I liked about it even more so, he wasn't facing goal. Yeah. Like his the angle of his body, he was kind of facing away and then he still managed to whip it right. Like, yeah, yeah, that that one there. Yeah, it's yeah. there It's, it's so, the, the sorry, goal's the right. short, here. <laughs> I'm so glad this is not a, a video. Um, <laughs> so no one could see what you just did. But like, that pose there, that it <laughs> just over. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: You know, All right. They don't know. They, service, they will yeah. know
1: when they see the YouTube clip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Right, yeah, so it, good job. I, what I mean to think for him, and I think this is where the Madison link-up comes in, mm-hmm. Madison is good at um, finding players when they make the off-the-ball runs. Yeah. One thing about Solomon, he was quite static in terms of, like, like, give me the ball. Like, oh, he oh. was maybe saying a bit, well, yeah. There's a couple of times I like, bruv, just go, just go. He wasn't necessarily doing that, but then Reglion was coming around to do that on occasion um, when Solomon would maybe come, you know, yeah. would, would shift inside a little bit, receive the ball a bit narrower, and we have that overlap. So Regulon makes good
2: runs, he's just he's just not good normal.
1: Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's all over the base. Um uh one more I want to mention. Not necessarily a new signing, but a yeah. new and fresh appearance. Okay. At left back. In the second half. Destiny's child, baby. <laughs> DC, see, baby? Aye. Destiny's child himself. Oh, listen. Right, so listen listen, papa. listen. I've been I've, two players I've been excited about. Um Pape Matassar, who who played very well. He um, can't go on loan, by the way. Can't go on long. He has to stick around, especially as we're getting rid of and the Viking. He has to stick around. Yes. Um, the opportunity will be there. Similar to what you said with Skip. Yeah. He will see almost a new lease of life for him. Yeah. Especially yeah. as a young player. Oh. To be able to have that freedom and just expression. Yeah. Great. You know, I know everyone was getting onto him because, you know, he shot into the passing of Richarlison. But Richarlison was offside and judging by Richarlison's finishing, he probably would have missed it anyway. Right, he, um, he made
2: the right choice. <laughs> 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 give a dad for that kid. yeah. So,
1: again, so 11... 11 um, uh, Eleven changes at, at the break. Yeah. Um, who came on? So Sanchez and who yeah. partner in Sanchez? Davies. Yeah. So Sanchez yeah, and Davies. Sanchez and
2: Davis, yeah.
1: Emerson, um, previously known as Chicken Royale. Emerson Royale was 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 playing uh, right back. Yeah. Celso, Sar, and Divine Toiberg in the middle. Divine, yeah. Charlison, and Perisic on the That's left. The free, yeah. And like I said, left back. Destiny awaits, destiny arrives, destiny's child himself. Um what were your thoughts on our Italian left back?
2: Hey, listen, he is a wing back. Yeah, like I'm I'm well we're old enough to remember Italian like Nighty and go like so. With, <laughs> so. We know real fullbacks, you know. Not, not with these kids watch today that they think his fullback is just a hybrid role. He is a genuine wingback. He reminds me of Zanetti, he's just got an engine, he just gets up and down. He's not afraid. He does need to walk worry um watch out on the defensive aspect when he goes. Like there has to be how should I put it? There was moments where he took risks that I was very happy he took risks but in taking the risk there has to be conviction behind if that doesn't come off I've got to get back into my position asap but he has the recovery to do that anyway so I'm not really worried about him yeah, developing yeah, yeah. that side of his game <clears throat> what made me very happy for the first time in yeah we're talking maybe maybe since Danny Rose 15 16 16 17 finally you have a fullback that I'm like he ain't no slouch <laughs> like I don't I don't look at him and think this guy's gonna get busted about you know he's gonna get pumped for pace no I don't like my biggest fear for this season was because <laughs> you, you hear all the rumors you hear all the talks it, yeah and people like yeah but Destiny's a wing back I was like yeah all right that's fine you know it's not it's Not that crazy of a conversion, you know, from wing back to fullback. Especially if you've got decent, you know, defensive aspect of the game. But my fear was, you know, the the this the, the club will be stupid and send this kid out alone. Or make or have postman kind of choose Davis as the more, you know, even regular. That's why I didn't really like yeah. regular. Starting the game, I was like, it was strange. It was strange. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like that. You know, Reginald was starting that. <laughs> I don't really like that. But Bowen, thank you, brother. Yeah, because you did what you needed to do in that first half to let everybody know <laughs> Reggie ain't about that. He ain't the source no more. Yeah. So Destiny, come on. There was one passage of play. I'm sure you remember. Picks it up from the left hand side. First time, a player tries to come and meet him. Space opens up. He says, "Bam, I'm in it." Yeah, bombs right down the line. I was like, yeah, we're already on the attack. And he could have shifted it out left. I think it was Perisic out left. Easier pass, you know, just quickly down the line. Not this brother. He knocked it right into the middle. Yeah. I think he knocked it into the vine. Man took the ball, came back out. Papa saw was there a little bit. Ball got clipped over. I said, yo, this is what I wanted to see. Yeah, but I'm gonna say something right now. Not only does Destiny have to start, Emerson has to start on the right side. That's our starting fullbacks. I am not having. And,
1: and now, play. having watched the game, having watched the game, I think that's what he was going for. Yeah, I think that's what he was, because he put almost like at the moment his starting centre backs with the backup fullbacks.
2: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Around, what I mean. You see, you see it there. Yeah. So I, I, I can see why he might have done that, but at the same time, Destiny in that second half, boy, picking up very good areas, comfortable on the ball, and he demands the ball even under pressure. Wasn't he shy? There was one point he went into like the left eight channel, yep. and he was like, he literally faced, I think it was Davies on the ball, and said, so "Pass." Is- so- <laughs> he was like, "Give me the ball," and then it Did came you- into him. He took one touch, went past his next man and then link up with Perisic, I think, and we're in. Man, it was was refreshing to see. I know we have said that word all through this pod. Um, Because they don't know what we've been through. And that's what I'm saying. People will listen to this and go, oh, you are gassing, gassing, it's pre-season. Listen, pre-season aside, yeah, this is something that we've wanted and called for for a long time. Everyone talks about not just us on, on the pod, but, you know, in the stands, Tottenham. The way you, the way we play, it's important to win with style and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And we've suffered in the pursuit of trophies and the pursuit of having these glamorous managers who have coming in with their big CVs. We've gone down that route, played stifling football, semi-successful football in some ways, mm-hmm. um, with a lack of style. So to see players getting into um, unconventional positions, your yeah. inverted fullbacks, your um, your eights picking up, you know, these um, off the ball runs and, and late runs into the box. Um, wingers coming in off off the wrong side and all that kind of to, to see a little bit of variation to our pattern of play <clears throat> is something we haven't seen for two, three, four years since since Poch really. So yeah. good to see. Let's see how it develops and let's get those centre backs in um, to help solidify things um, defensively. That's the recap. That's what, 50 minutes on that game. I yeah. hope everyone that's listening has enjoyed the breakdown. And there's so much more we can go into um, because there were, like I said, 22 players used, different performances that we could pick up on. But hopefully, that is comprehensive enough, especially if you are listening and you missed the game. Um, hopefully, you have a better feel for how Spurs have been, uh, were playing in our, like I said, in our refreshers week. Um, in our first game back um, <clears throat> just quickly touch on transfers uh, we just got tagged in the group chat uh, word to Ohio he just gave us a um, <clears throat> bit of a layup here rumour coming in from uh, journalist let me just get the name Gary, oh, Gary yeah The times decent enough Um, It says here that Harry Kane won't sign a new Tottenham deal and he's keen on Bayern Munich. Um, Let's be honest, nothing really new. Um, It's not worth us doing a whole segment on, but just for anyone who's listening and maybe missed it, that has been uh, the latest as of Thursday the 20th of July. It is a bit of a saga. Um, I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, if I was him and if anyone was him, I don't think Daniel Lee is expecting him to sign a new Tottenham deal. Before the season starts, um, at all, it makes absolutely no sense. Um, but at the same time, we don't necessarily feel like Bayern Munich are going to really come with a credible offer. So, I
2: think, I think, listen, I think it's actually dumb that that piece of journalism has even come out. Yeah, like Harry Kane's been stunned before. Cool. So, who told you that he was gonna? Nobody, no, nobody in their right mind has said this guy's gonna sign a contract during the summer, he's just not. And we, everybody knows what the price is It's 100 plus. Yeah, and a hundred plus being that the hundred is the base, so it's mute point. We're back at zero again. Like what? Because because Gary Jacobs said, "Oh yeah, Harry Kane's not going to sign a new deal." Who said he was going to sign a new deal?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: This is this is stupid. It's actually dumb. Like, don't be like I said, and I've maintained my stance. I'm not changing my stance. Don't be surprised if come the end of September the first, he's still a Spurs player. Just don't be. Yeah, because I'm I'm actually not surprised. We know where it is.
1: Yeah, uh, again, it's not new news. It's really not. They have to. They have to say something, don't they? Um, they have to say something. We can move on. Um, Tournament about centre back. So the latest that we're reading today. Finally, it did go quiet, didn't it, over the weekend? Um, the, the team flew out to Australia. Got yeah. met with a traditional welcome. Um, Daniel Levy's there. Um, I can't remember the lady's name from the board, <clears throat> the one who's anti-poch. She's there. Everyone's smiling, high-fiving. Um, the body language experts are also there. Um, what, what I really liked is, is I think it was Monday, the first session or whatever it was. Um, obviously, a lot of the journalists, it was an open session, so they're able to yeah. kind of get the content and, and, and share it with us. It was nice to see what was happening there. Um, but no centre-backs, um, no senior centre-backs. Because word on the street is that we pretty much wrapped up <clears throat> the signing of um Youth Prospect and um, from Blackburn, Ashley Phillips, I believe his name is. Um, looks decent, but obviously very young. Um sent a lot of the Spurs fan base into a bit of a, a bit of a tiz, mainly because I think they get getting flashbacks of Joe Rodon. And so many people assume that, you know, oh well, we've got this kid in now, we're not gonna go after two centre backs. So it's quite refreshing to see um, the reports that no, we are still interested in Tapso and Van de ben, um, which came out today. Yeah, just a quick one. I, I can't suppose you've watched a lot of Ashley Phillips, um, much about him at, at all. But thoughts on, on us getting this this, this Ute in? Um,
2: from what I've read on him, you know, he seems to be you know uh, another young kid that um, they they believe has, you know, very good upside. Um, So it's kind of good for us to go in uh, English international as well. So we're meeting that quota and it allows us to obviously um, build for the future. So I'm not really, you know, fussed with the the transfer. I think, you know, it it sounds like good business, three million pounds. Can't really argue. That's like a drop in the water for any Premier League club. So it, it just sounds like good business, especially with um, Alfie Dorrington coming through mm-hmm. the ranks. You know, you, you could mm-hmm. be looking at a potential partnership um, that hopefully would flourish in the future. But you have to wait and see with all, all of these prospects, how they develop.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> like I said, English, HG, quote um, <clears throat> to that, that helps us there. Um, he apparently is one of the most highly rated centre-halves for, for his kind of age group. Um, six foot four. So, that's that's always good to have centre-backs with, with, you know, a good height on them. Um, Made 14 appearances for Blackburn. So, you know, in in the championship, it was not an an easy league to play in. Um, Let's see how it progresses. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Dorrington. I know Ohio is very big on on Dorrington getting a pathway into the first team. I think, the latest I heard, Dorrington got injured in training. Okay. Um, which is why we may not see him around the preseason games. games. Okay. Um, I will double-check my um, sources on that, but I believe he's carrying a bit of a knock. Um, which also, just for context, explains why Ndombele missed out. Um, Son missed out because of um, late arrival. Well, he's only just linked up with the team. Yeah. Um, so that's why Ange mentioned that. And just a final thing on the game, um, before we do maybe touch on these transfers again. Um, Ange, I like what you said after, when you said results matter. That's a good point. Uh, for him, results do matter, and he uh, yeah, had to put the the, the, the interview in its place. But also, and took took the responsibility for us not being set up at Set Pieces look, It's not something we worked on enough. Um, that's on me. We'll get better, and we move on. That kind of accountability is going to be refreshing. It'll be good for um, the. It'll be good for them to hear the players to hear that. Um, not them being thrown on the bus by um, a manager who just wants to get his um, his points across. So yeah, it was good to kind of hear him say that. Um, so talking about Tapsober Van Der Ven. Yeah. What's your expectation? What? When do you think um, they'll be in? When, when do you think any, whether we won, um transfer, will go through? When, when do you think we'll get one of these guys in? Well, let's say the first where do you think the first center back will come in i think
2: the first one should happen within the next week the the first center back should definitely happen within the next week and the next one should happen before the chapter donetsk game you know i i think that's as late as we can go into the market for two center backs it's non negotiable i like i don't i don't know who in the club listens to our podcast but whoever does needs to pass this over to Levy because it's actually non-negotiable. It's not we're not up here for one plus Lengley, one plus Maguire. It's not up for debate. It's these two, and we move, or be prepared to have a lot of season tickets not sold. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I reckon that it's, it's going to be interesting to see um, when. They choose to get these players in. Because that's going to be key you know, as we get closer and closer to the season. Um Hoiberg, looks like Atletico Madrid um, are going to make that move. For Is, is it here, actually you know, happening or
2: is it still just talking?
1: I think we're still in the talk stage. Um, but him and Sanchez look like they're going to be our first two outgoings. Um, obviously, the world knows your thoughts on on Hoiberg. But for me, what I want to know is I don't have the use if we sell these two players. Let's say we get a combined 30 million for them. uh, Well, actually, maybe 25, you know, 10 and 15, that kind of thing. If we get that money in, are you saying that we should go after another midfielder like has been rumored? They spoke about Gallagher. I think we talked about that last week. Um, There's mention of uh, Gabby Vega, who I wouldn't mind. He's very, very. Looks (laughs) Looks <laughs> very nice, nice little play there. Um Or are you saying put that twenty-five and top up the the taps account? But well, it seems like taps over is the the price that we're all hanging more. over that we're waiting for that to come down um before we go in for both both players. What what are you saying? Is it get another midfielder or put that money towards the centre backs?
2: I don't think we need to go and get another midfielder. We can starve off, uh, or stave off, should I say, uh, another midfielder for another season because it's it's the defence that's quite crucial. So whatever we get for Heiberg, um, put that straight into the kitty for the two centre-backs because people are forgetting we have Skip, Saar, uh, Benton Cole returning, Bailey, Madison, Basuma, yeah, That's our midfield. That's enough players and enough time to go around to rotate those players in those positions then maybe maybe in january you know or towards the real back end of this window if the opportunity presents itself to go out there and get another midfielder and so be it i mean people are talking about re- replacing Hoiberg. we've replaced him already
1: <laughs> like,
2: we don't need to replace Hoiberg, we just need to get rid of him like he's just taking up space for no reason so yeah we don't need to you know pump that money towards. Um, Another midfielder for now. The most key and key aspect of all of this is getting Sober in because he's clearly the more expensive player and then making sure we get Mickey as well so that we're not nicked um, to the post like we were with Saliba by Arsenal and, you know, uh, David, um, not David Luiz, uh, uh, Louise from Liverpool. Like, we need to get our deals done fast.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, we're getting to that point, aren't we? You know, and like I said last week <clears throat> that we were only in the, in the you know, first week or so. But now, as the game's come a bit quicker, you do want to get your players in and your players out. Um, interestingly, um, I don't know if this is going to be linked in any way, but Al Nasser um, have submitted a bid, apparently. This is Fabrizio Romano reporting this nine minutes ago for Musa Diaby from Leverkusen. Now, over at Leverkusen, isn't he? If there is maybe some money issues in the club, and that's why their price for Tap Sober is too high, and yep. you know, we know see, not too high, it's higher than what we are, you know, what we want to go for. Maybe with, you know, some things coming in and, and they're able to make the money in other areas, and the Tap Sober deal, maybe it might come down. We'll see. We'll it's see. not it's not football manager. We don't know what's going on. Um, but let's have a quick uh, look ahead, a quick preview, quick um um, yeah, look ahead at Leicester. So we play Leicester. Is it Sunday? Is it Sunday we play them? I, th- I think it. I think it is. Let me just double check. We play them this weekend. We play uh, them this Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So, from the training videos that uh, surfaced this morning, um, it looks like Saar was given a role in that, you know, Team A, as it were, um, as the eight um, instead of skip. Okay, so um, from what I could tell, with Madison, Besuma, and, and Saar, um, would you how would you approach this game? Yeah, how how do you approach this? Are you saying two elevens again, or are you are there some people that you want to see maybe their connection grow a bit? So your Madison's your Canes, and um, obviously Son will be back in the picture. we will get some minutes, and Dombélé hopefully will get some minutes. Um, how do you approach this? Because we we're now in a position where there's about 18, 19 players that have credible shouts for, you know, yeah. I, should, I should be in the reckoning. And that, that's, I think it's more also because of the system we're playing. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying all 19 of those players are going to be great because we know we, we don't have a centre-back sorted. Um, how, do you, how would you approach this? If, if you're looking if you're sitting there and, and gives you a phone call and says, good day, mate, um, what do we do next? <laughs> how, you, how are you going for it? Apologies for that um, poor attempt at an actor.
2: It was an attempt. Um, I would, I would be fair to the starting lineup from the West Ham game. I'll keep it the same, um, and then in the second half, I would have Saar come on, uh, Destiny come on, and. Uh, Son come on. If is past fit, I'd have him come on as well. So that would be the four. And I'll keep that up until like the 65th, 75th minute, and then I'll make the changes for the rest. I'd have Vicario play 60 to 70. Uh, Destiny get another, you know, uh, half run out because he's just come off the under-21s. Same with Skip off the 21s, so keep their legs, you know, relatively at match pace um i don't i don't need to see SAR sort of start the game i don't think that's important in this short span of time of games that they have especially abroad mm-hmm. however what i will say is going all the way to the game in august preparing for the final two games so the Shakhtar and the Barcelona game it has to be the strongest 11 whatever that 11 is um yeah, yeah and yeah, let yeah. those two those two matches be be that team specifically.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, whoever we get in, <clears throat> you want them ready for that last game or two. Um, but this this second game is still a free shot. Um, still a free shot. I think. You know, yes, I want. I want to see those link ups. I want to see. You know, whether it be your right hand side or your left hand side, I want to see your starting approach in that respect, so that we can. Because I think we saw that with the midfield, didn't we? Mesuma, Madison, Skip—that's our first team. Cool, Joe. I mean, that's that's where we're kind of go go with it. So yeah, let's see how it pans out. Um, Sunday, um, early. I think it's like eleven o'clock. So for those that are not in church, um, you'll be able to catch that game live and direct. Um, it's really one of Spurs play uh, for those who have signed up to that service. Um, yeah, it's been great to chop it up with you. Um, it's been great to, to, to get into all things Spurs um, as we conclude week one um, of, of the Australian experience down, down under. Um, we wish everyone that's listening um, a great weekend. Um, we hope Spurs obviously grab a nice little performance and win because results do matter. Um, and like I said at the beginning of um, this podcast, do please make sure you follow us on our socials. Have a look out for uh, new Spurs order on multiple platforms, touchline Fracker on multiple platforms, um, support the movement, um, listen out for, look out for our Patreons, uh, become a Patreon member. And there'll be some content going up um, hopefully soon, but definitely throughout the season. And if you have a chance to connect with any of our individual members, please do because throughout the season they are always posting um, uh, engaging content as we um, react to things in real time on our Twitter feeds um, and so on and so forth. So, guys, it's been great. My name is Coach Dave on um, here. Front two, uh, enviable front two. Um, I'm sure we would have put away one of those 32 chances, isn't it? I know we're, I know we're a bit creaky now, with it. We were all in clunky, but I was sure one of them. Uh, I saw Perisic when Perisic flew in, coming like, "Wow, just straight in the yeah, Come on!" Like, come on. <laughs> but yeah, guys, it's been great. Um, we're going to leave it there for today. Peace out. And into the rim, goal. And the it's on it's debut, Tongue Ondombele
0: has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. A great goal! Stephen burke has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yeah! Sports Social Podcast Network.